everyone, welcome back to the Fangirl Report. I'm your host, Kathleen Mora, and today we're going to talk about Spider-Man No Way Home. Specifically, my theories and sort of a wish list of what I hope happens in the film. As I'm recording this podcast right now, the trailer still has not been released. And I actually have a theory as to why it hasn't been released yet. And I think it has something to do with the multiverse. Now, as you know, at the end of Loki, the series finale, the multiverse has been officially open and it's just going to be total chaos based off what He Who Remains was saying. I believe that in one of the upcoming movies or TV shows, something is going to happen that will impact the will essentially impact the multiverse, which will then in turn impact Spider-Man No Way Home. I almost wonder if there will be some sort of confirmation as to somebody who will appear in that movie or an event that will happen in that movie that Marvel doesn't want to spoil just yet because we're going to get an after credit scene or something. And that's why we haven't gotten a trailer yet that indicates like, oh yes, this is something that is going to happen in this movie. That's just a theory. It could also be that there's just so many projects for Marvel this year that they're really just trying to space it out and not create too much hype for one project over another. You know, What If is coming out very soon, um, Shang-Chi, The Eternals, it, Hawkeye even got a release date not too long ago. So it's just a lot of stuff going on. And I've talked about this before, mentioning how No Way Home, the third Spider-Man film, was supposed to come out actually after Multiverse of Madness in the original Phase 4 plan. But then COVID-19 happened and that delayed everything, production for every single project, which then forced Marvel to kind of restructure Phase 4. So now No Way Home is coming out before Multiverse of Madness. So I believe in this Spider-Man movie, the multiverse will either get a brief mention, maybe towards the end of the film or as an after credit scene, or it's going to be a main plot point. And if Tom Holland's Spider-Man has a role to play in Multiverse of Madness, which according to the rumors, he will be in that film, it makes sense to introduce Peter to the multiverse in his own film and to introduce him to the real multiverse, not the fake multiverse that Quentin Beck sort of made up in Far From Home to kind of just get Peter to go along with what he was doing. Peter needs to know, come into contact with, and understand that there is in fact a multiverse. If he happens to meet Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker, Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker, Miles Morales, uh, while doing so, great. If not, then hopefully down the line we can get some live action Spider-Verse stuff going on. Actually, now that I think about it, Miles Morales might not even be a part of the multiverse because Aaron Davis, in a deleted scene uh, from Spider-Man Homecoming, actually calls Miles on his phone uh, telling him that he's going to be a little late. And in a not-deleted scene, the interrogation scene in that film, Aaron also mentions that he has a nephew, and in the comics, Aaron Davis's nephew is Miles Morales. So, scratch that, he is not going to be multiverse, but still, Marvel, please introduce him sooner rather than later. Thank you. I mentioned it last year, I believe, that it would be really cool if we could get the Sinister Six in this movie. And the original members in the comics of the Sinister Six were Electro, Doc Ock, the Vulture, Mysterio, Kraven the Hunter, and Sandman. So we have Electro to be confirmed for this film. Doc Ock is confirmed. Michael Keaton's Vulture could come back. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio, we're still not 100% sure if he actually died in Far From Home. Could be that he faked his death somehow and therefore is still alive, could work with these other bad guys to form the Sinister Six. And so another rumor that is circulating is that Wilson Fisk, aka Kingpin, from the Netflix show Daredevil, will be appearing in the Hawkeye show, 
which is coming out in November, so before No Way Home. If Kingpin happens to be in this in this Spider-Man movie, he could potentially be the person who is funding the Sinister Six to take Spider-Man out for whatever reason. Um, and if Kingpin from Netflix is going to be in the movie, you know, you guys already know, I desperately want Matt Murdock, aka Daredevil, to be in this movie. I absolutely love this character. I love the Daredevil show from Netflix. It's so, so good. It's an excellent show. And if you haven't watched it yet, you really should. Um, Matt Murdock is a lawyer and he could be Peter Parker's lawyer after the whole identity reveal and Peter being accused of the London attacks. And it helps establish a connection with Kingpin. Even if he doesn't wear the Daredevil suit in the movie, it's still a great opportunity to reintroduce the character to the MCU and hopefully at some point give him his own show or movie later down the line. It's just such a good casting, him and Kingpin, and it would really be a shame if Marvel didn't utilize them again. Um, I already know that Kevin Feige has been talking about how he wants to bring back the Punish, uh, the Punisher, the actor who plays the Punisher in the Netflix shows, and I think he should really um, also bring back Daredevil and Kingpin because they, especially these two actors, their scenes together, they have such a good, I don't know if chemistry is the right, right word because, you know, they're enemies, um, and they like really hate each other, but they play off of each other so well. And the scenes that those two have together are some of the best scenes in the show. So if it is true that um, Wilson Fisk, Kingpin, is going to be in the Hawkeye show, I really hope that they take advantage of having, you know, uh, a Spider-Man bad guy and putting him in the Spider-Man movie, but then taking it a step further and giving us Daredevil as well. But you know, speaking of Spider-Man bad guys, this has been a theory since Spider-Man Homecoming has come out. In the comics, Ned Leeds um, becomes Hobgoblin, who is a member of one of the incarnations of the Sinister Six. Um, I did a little research because, to be honest, I don't know too much about the character, but it turns out Ned Leeds was brainwashed after following Hobgoblin to his hideout after he had a fight with Spider-Man. So... Fans have been saying, oh my god, Ned Leeds, he's going to turn out to be a bad guy, he's going to betray Peter, or, you know, whatever, blah blah blah. It could be that instead of Peter's Ned, like the Ned Leeds, um, Jacob, the, the actor Jacob, um, being the, the bad guy, so to speak, it could be that it's a Ned Leeds from an alternate universe, if we are going with the multiverse, who turns out to be the bad guy. Which I think would be an even better twist, especially if they do a Ned Leeds who looks just like um, Tom Holland's Ned Leeds. Um... You know, instead of casting somebody who, a, a different person who looks different, who has the name Ned Leeds but doesn't look like his Ned, um, if it has, if he has like the same face, um, I think that would be like a really big like mind screwing for, for Peter Parker um, to have to deal with this, this bad guy who looks like his best friend but is not his best friend. You know, just since that we are talking about the multiverse and the possibility of a Sinister Six and there is that Ned Leeds Hobgoblin connection. I couldn't go this episode without bringing that up, you know. It's just a theory, but I think it'd be a really cool idea. Another good idea that I hope Marvel does is, um, so if you remember in Spider-Man Homecoming, it starts out with a vlog. Um, Peter Parker does a vlog. In Spider-Man Far From Home, it starts out with a slideshow, kind of like a uh, in memoriam for the Fallen Avengers. I really hope that the opening scene for Spider-Man No Way Home 
is something on social media with Flash doing like a live stream or like a live stream reacting to um, the news that Spider-Man's name is Peter Parker. Or he posts a video on YouTube theorizing why Peter Parker cannot be Spider-Man. I really, and this stems from my genuine desire to see Flash Thompson's reaction to Peter Parker being Spider-Man and seeing whether he's just going to be in denial or if he's going to be acting like he knew the whole time or, you know, I just, I really need to see what Flash's reaction to the fact that the kid he has been bullying all this time is actually his all-time favorite hero. And, you know, like a live stream YouTube video type thing would fit in the theme that they have of like always doing some sort of like alternate media in the beginning of the of the films and it quenches my thirst for needing you know flash's reaction to that news in addition as much as i love tony stark and i love the um mentor father-son type of relationship that marvel gave um gave us between tony stark and peter parker i do hope that this third spider-man movie doesn't really touch on Iron Man all that much. Um, you know, um, one mention will be fine. But if it's all about Peter, you know, missing Tony, wishing Tony was still there, and, you know, feeling like he's let him down, that he's ruined his legacy, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I feel like we've had enough of Peter, you know, looking up to and admiring and wanting to impress and make Tony proud and, you know, etc. That I feel like at this point in the trilogy, um, we need Peter to stand on his own two feet, which he did at the end of, you know, Far From Home. But I hope that we continue down this path, that it's not, you know, like a lot of looking back and regrets and, you know, wondering like, you know, oh, I wish Mr. Stark was here kind of a thing. I don't want this to be another Spider-Man looking up to Iron Man movie. I want it to just be a Spider-Man dealing with Spider-Man problems kind of a movie, you know? And again, not to bash on Iron Man, Tony Stark is one of my favorite characters. Um, I hold Iron Dad very close and near to my heart. But I also love Spider-Man. I love Peter Parker. And I want his character to develop more on his own. Um, especially because now, I don't know if you guys have heard about this, there are rumors circulating that Tom Holland is currently negotiating, or there's talks about negotiating, a deal for another Spider-Man trilogy. Which, you know, good for Tom if that turns out to be the case. Uh, I think he'll be the first who ends up having two trilogies for his character. And it works because, you know, he's still very young. Um, and if it happens to be that the trilogy kind of bounces back and forth between Marvel and Sony, I think that takes a lot of the weight off of Marvel to, you know, develop this trilogy. And the thing is that both of these companies know Spider-Man movies are going to make a lot of money, so why not? And like I've been saying, a lot of his journey so far has been really intertwined with Tony Stark. So I feel like another trilogy would give the character a chance to develop more into his own person, which is great because Spider-Man is such a huge, you know, huge and popular superhero. And even if it's not a trilogy, if it turns out to just be, you know, like featured roles in other Marvel films, um, I personally would love like a Team Red film. Um, if for those of you who don't know, that's Daredevil, Spider-Man, and Deadpool. Um, altogether. And since Deadpool is now owned once more by uh, by Disney and Ryan Reynolds, thank God, is still playing the part, I, I would love a movie with those three characters. I think that would be like utterly insane and hilarious and great. And you know, seeing a slightly older Peter Parker interacting with the Avengers, um, interacting with the Fantastic Four, you know, if and when the Fantastic Four finally do come to the big screen for, for the MCU, which I know Kevin Feige has talked about, but, you know, we're still 
still hasn't happened yet. Although I will say phase four, Fantastic Four, it's the perfect time to introduce them. Come on, guys. And with the multiverse, you can bring back Michael B. Jordan to reprise his role as Human Torch. Same with Chris Evans. Like, the ideas are right there. The content is there. It would be so easy. Marvel just has to, you know, reach out and just take advantage of all these reboots and remakes that have happened in the last, you know, 20 years or so. And it seems like they're on the right track if the rumors about Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are true, that they're coming back for the Spider-Man movie. I just hope that they keep this pattern going with all the other actors who have done, you know, roles in other movies. And, you know, just the fact that Chris Evans and Michael B. Jordan have both been, you know, different characters in the Marvel Universe, Captain America, Captain America and Killmonger, respectively, um, seeing them come back as, you know, the same Human Torch characters uh, would just be utter, it would be great be highly entertaining especially you know because if you look at these guys you think oh my god it's captain america uh and turns out actually no it's not it's not captain america at all in the slightest and whether that cameo would happen somehow in spider-man no way home or in multiverse of madness or another project i don't know but overall that is my wish list for spider-man no way home and you know kind of mixed in with some theories there uh, wishful thinking theories, maybe, if you want to call it that. But that's pretty much all I've got for you guys. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that list and those theories of mine. These have been just kind of marinating in my brain for the longest time, and I'm glad that I finally got to share it all with you guys. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. Please don't hesitate to subscribe, leave a rating, a review, let me know how I'm doing and how you're enjoying the show. I would really appreciate it just to get that feedback from you guys. I appreciate your time, I appreciate you, and I'll talk to you guys in the next one. Bye!